Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe, and to the left of me is my man. Trying to stay out of angry man's way tonight. Oh man, I poured, I purred, I haven't even started drinking yet. What the fuck? I poured yeah. a bourbon on my phone. Yeah, that's just about 10 minutes ago. That's always good. By the way, this is Eddie Meeks, people. Like I said, I'm just trying to stay out of his way. He is fire hot right now. I'm fucking shit up tonight already. Had about even started. that bourbon in his phone. <laughs> I haven't even had a drink yet. Damn. It's all good. Oh, man. All right. So this is Southern Vanguard Radio. My yeah. name's DJ John Doe. This guy over here is Eddie Meeks. No doubt. How are you, my friend? Good I'm weekend? I'm good, man. Yeah, pretty good you weekend, You survived man. your birthday weekend? I made it, man. I went through that whole bottle of Ruins, and uh, <laughs> I was not expecting that, but it happens. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Meeks' birthday was on Friday. Uh, yeah. I, I, had, uh, I had family in town because my uh, 10-year-old turned 11 this week. So we had family in from out of town, birthday weekend, all, all, you know, all that good stuff. Meek's birthday is on Friday, so I surprised him on Thursday with a bottle of Rowan's Creek, which is an incredible bourbon out of Bardstown, Kentucky. If you don't know, you should check it out. Anywho, uh, you know, that was uh, that was quite a way to set off the weekend, wasn't it, my friend? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome and indeed. And it's, it's empty and gone. Yeah, gone bye-bye. Gone bye-bye. <laughs> Gone bye bye, man. Now was the miss was the missus uh did she have some that was that was that was was part of the problem. Yeah, I probably would have some, but she got a hold to it and shit. You know, it's just over after that. Yeah, man, but uh good times, man. man. I wanna say thank you to everybody that shouted uh shouted me out for my born day. I appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. Another year on this miserable ass rock. (laughs) All right, good deal. Yeah. All right. So uh before we get down to it. Um, you know, and, and, and uh, start this interview session off. If this is the first time you're listening because you're a fan of the the two gentlemen we have on the phone with us tonight. Yeah. Uh, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. Every Tuesday, we drop a mix show, 90 minutes of all the latest and greatest hip-hop, cut up, sliced up, Meeks and I popping shit, just having a good time. And then on Thursdays, we have an interview session. So it'll be with an MC or a group or producer or behind-the-scenes person or whoever it may be. Uh, last week it was, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I've still got the sound effects yeah, on. Yeah, we live. Uh, I've, uh, uh, last week was Libretto, uh, <laughs> yes. from, uh, Portland Zone, uh, by way of Watts. The week before that was, uh, who was that the week before Libretto? I'm having a brain fart. I gotta pull up the list, man. Uh, we've had Eternia, we've had Dres the yeah. Nick. Uh, let's see here. Akinelli. Oh, Akinelli, that's who it was. Yeah. yeah, it was Akinelli before, uh, before Libretto. Yeah. Uh, we had Drez, we had G Coop, yep. we had Eternia, mm-hmm. we had Divine Styler, Divine Styler, yes. Alan Poe, Star, Raz Beats, yeah. DJ Goo. It's been a good well, it's, year. It's been a been a really great year. So, anywho, go back and check that out. There's some. Uh, there's now 92 episodes of the mix show up. There's probably how many interviews did we say? 70. We, so 70? we should be pushing 80. Uh, it's, oh yeah, but we, I think we, we, well, we, we kind of started the interviews a little bit late. Yeah. We're around 75, 80 interviews anyway. Yeah. Go check it out. SoundCloud. Twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. SoundCloud, MixCloud, Stitcher Radio, um, iTunes podcast, share, like, follow, subscribe, all that good shit. All right. Mm-hmm. So without any further ado tonight, extremely excited about this interview. I tried to Big get time. this. Yeah. I tried to get this shit popping, uh, right before I had, uh, my fourth child back in August, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I connected with with one of these fellows uh, on the worldwide internets, at the worldwide webs, mm-hmm. and uh, I just honestly just kind of got behind and you know just had to loop back around with him, and, and this week we were able to make it work out. That's so, 
with that being said, yeah. Wordsworth and Jay Soul in the house tonight. Got them right What's here. What's up, people? fellas? What's up, y'all? I know. What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing? We good, peace, man. Peace. Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. We're, we're glad to have you guys on. Um, you know, words. I, I apologize earlier. I kind of was telling my telling you that you know when you called earlier, I was in the bathroom. It's because I was trying to save my iPhone from dying a death by bourbon. So, <laughs> so I they, they say you put put in some rice or something. I don't yeah. know. They say put in rice that's supposed to help. I don't know if that really works. Man, a cup of rice supposed to drive to the device. <laughs> He gonna find out. <laughs> well, I've, I've actually done that before with my wife's phone, and it, it kind of semi works. So I'm uh, right now; it's working. I think I'm gonna do that for good measure before I hit the sack tonight. So, That's what's up. thank you for thank you. I appreciate that. So, uh, so, cool, so, cool. so, 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 fellas, why don't we start with the, with the new project? I mean, there's a lot we could get into, uh, but we've been playing uh, we've been pl- playing a bunch of joints off the new EP. Um, if you guys just kind of want to level set with where y'all are at with this project, and uh, we can just kind of take it from there. Cool. Uh, this is Words talking. So, uh, yeah, the project is uh, called Blame It on the Music. It's an EP. The first single right now that's out is called Satellite. And, um, you know, it's, it's about it's six songs on the album. And um, it's, it's various topics, real diverse project, as you can hear from um, Jay Soul's production. And uh, it's on Hidden Out Records. Word. Yeah. So, <laughs> word. That's pretty much it. Hey, there we go. All right. All right. So, uh, so how how did you guys connect or meet? Have you known one another for a while, or um, this kind this kind of working relationship kind of new, or somebody want to you know speak to that? Well, I mean, uh, it's it's new for me. Um, you know, it's Jay Soul talking. Uh, this is it's new for me um, because I you know I've always been a fan of Wordsworth. Uh, as a lyricist, um, back from you know back in the days from the lyricist lounge to you know the, the work that he did on the Black uh, Black Star album, Trial Called Quest Records, uh, you know, um, and so I've always been a fan, but I never had a chance to meet him. Uh, we actually just really like physically met for the first time last week uh, when we had a show uh, here in uh, Baltimore, and I shot a video for the new single coming up pretty soon, but um. You know, it just was one of those things where our, our paths crossed uh, through a mutual friend uh, by the name of Substantial. I uh, was a, a very talented MC, yeah, and uh, he's also the A and R at Hipknot. And so, oh, okay. uh, you know, uh, them having a conversation just kind of led to me and Words linking up and and uh, putting this project together and uh, working. I mean, it was about a year in the making, and uh, we finally got it done. And um, I think we came out with something real solid. That's Jay Soul, as far as beat making goes, what's your process like? Can you give us some insight on that? Um, well, I mean, I I, I basically um, I'm a I'm a workaholic, you know what I mean. So I kind of force myself to go into my studio, uh, even when I'm tired, you know what I mean. And I just continue to try to be as um, uh, innovative and as diverse as I can. I think like the mark of a really good producer, someone who can do a lot of different things um, and not just have one lane or be confined to one lane. Um, so, you know, um, I'm, I'm also a vocalist as well. You know, I actually started off as a vocalist right. um, and putting out albums as a R&B soul singer. <laughs> so, you know, I was doing a production for my, my soul stuff and um, always had my hip-hop stuff, you know what I mean, as well, because I'm a child of the 80s. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, just... Like trying to um, 
just be diverse. Man, I listen to a lot of different music, a lot of jazz, um, infusion, you know, uh, R&B, of course, good R&B, soul, and, you know, just different things, you know, I mean, classical music, you know, and trying to soak up everything no, from all sure. the different genres to, to make something dope. Got you. So, so uh, words were you were you looking to get into uh, kind of because this is kind of a kind of a solo project for you, right? Were you looking to get into something, you know, new? I guess coming out of the EMC album, or you know, what what have you kind of been, you know, working on, you know, uh, up to, up to this point? Like, why break off and do an EP with with Jay? Well, I've I've kind of like been doing that. Like since the EMC album, I did another album called New Beginning. And that was entirely produced by Donnell Smokes, a West Coast producer. Um, and then um, this project came up with Jay Soul. So I've been just working with uh, producers that kind of do the whole project to get like a more universal feel. Right. Um, I feel like, you know, and it's easier to get a project done because it's just that one producer, you know, you get, get a bunch of beats and, and you get it done that way. So um, it just felt right to, to continue that. Um and it's, it's it's a great way to work from what I've seen. And I met a lot of other producers as well, um, you know, online and stuff like that. And, and it's cool to see, like, there's a lot of talent out there in which you could do these projects like that. Um, other than that, I've been working on, like, just, uh, you know, working on a book of, like, book of, book of poetry or, you know, my rhymes. And then um, right now I'm on Netflix. I'm on Netflix on Peabody and Sherman cartoon, episode two. Uh, uh, and just just doing a whole, whole bunch of different stuff, man. Anything that's diverse to uh, expand and you know add longevity to me as not only an artist but um, just as a person. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking to Illa about that today, man. He um he was telling me he does some uh, comedy writing and stuff like that. Really? Hey, yeah. words. What you think about that voiceover work, man? That's uh, that's that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, if you can get into that, definitely, man. I mean, I live in Florida now, but when I was living in New York, mm-hmm. I used to go to uh, 14th Street, and they used to have this company, and used to get paid like a hundred, like a hundred for two hours, you know, mm-hmm. just to like do mock commercials for McDonald's and stuff like that. So yeah. it's definitely um, great gigs if you do it, and you and you would get paid the money even if they didn't pick up the commercial. Definitely. So, Yep. It was just going in there do, to do spec work. And um, I think that's where it's more so where it's going, you know, like trying to get TV placements and things like that. So that's what um, I'm focused on right now, you know, just yeah. trying to um, broaden out and just think of things that deal with um, not just being a rapper. Exactly. Yeah, some of the best money I made in my life was doing yeah, you voice. Yeah, a little voiceover. Oh, right, man, I, was, I wish I could do more. I, I still want to do more. That's like a good outlet right there. Not, not, to, not to mention your, uh, your, your Atlanta Hawks. Uh, oh man, we don't want to talk about that, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, definitely some good work right there, man. Yo, words, what's, what's, yeah. what's popping in Brooklyn right now, man? Who, who you, who you looking at in Brooklyn? What's, uh, what's the scene like? And Jay, so what, uh, tell us about what's, uh, what's going on and, and be more right now. What you're seeing. Well, I'll, I'll go. Well, I'm in I'm in Florida, so oh, okay. right now I My haven't bad. been in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I go up and back and forth. Yeah, but um, you know, I, I still pay attention because you know you get the Joey Badass out there mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. So like you know the 
the internet makes the world way smaller than what it is. You could be anywhere and be in Brooklyn in a way. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the internet makes it way smaller. Um, but, you know, I've been just checking out um, different different artists. And um, there's a guy, what's this guy named from? Chill Moody. I like Chill Moody from mm. Philly. You heard okay. of him? Um, I like that dude. And um, there's a couple other artists I should be paying attention to. My daughter listens to a lot of music, so I, I listen to what's going on that way. I'm also a school teacher, so I get to uh, talk to the middle, in the middle, you know, the middle school kids and, yeah. and hear what they're talking about. Um, so it's just a lot of random different things that I'm, I'm listening to. There's some kids out here where I'm at in Florida. There's a kid named Steve Woods. Uh, this kid named Trey, they're real dope. So okay. actually, the dude Steve Woods is ironically from Baltimore, Jay. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but he lives out here, and uh, so it's it's kind of wild to seeing people from other areas. But yeah, I, I try to listen to everybody as much as I can. You know, that's what's up. What about you, Jay? Who yeah, you, who um, you like up in Baltimore right now? Uh, you know. And V-more, we got a whole bunch of different things happening, man. You know, it's, this is a really, really diverse city. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, the industry, the music industry kind of looks over us, you know, just based off, like, general location. You know what I mean? Because everybody kind of gravitates towards the DMV, right. which is like, you know, the D.C. and Virginia area. But, um, you know, so people kind of like Baltimore is like the long lost city, like on the outside, so to speak. But... You know, we breed a lot of great musicians here. Um, we got a lot of talented artists here, a lot of different sounds, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, great jazz musicians that come from this area. So, I mean, you know, we we got a lot of things happening, a lot of raw talent, you know what I mean? Um, just trying to get the, the industry part down pack and the business side of it, you know what I mean? We got great artists here. Um, we got a couple artists here from... Uh, from this area that's on Hypnot, actually, um, that are now my label mates. So you got uh, this young cat by the name of Greenspan, mm. um, who I'm uh, who I'm friends with, good fan, you know, good a good artist. And I'm oh, a fan yeah. of his music. And uh, he just put out a record called Never Going Die uh, that I did some production on. So, you know, we got some things coming from him. Um, Yo, Jay, didn't and, he... Uh, um, also, too... Jay, yeah, did, did he do a joint with Sky Zoo or something like that? I, I think I'm, I think we may have gotten... gotten uh, did he do a joint with Sky or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky he Zoo? did a, a joint um, uh, with Sky Zoo uh, called uh, Stay Down. There you and go. And it's actually one of the songs that I produced as well. All right. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, Sh- yeah. Sh- Sharif. Um, Sharif is doing promo for that. Gotcha. So we got it. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's he's doing his thing. Got a, another cat by the name of Easy Jackson. Um, that's doing his thing from here. You know, uh, DDM. Um, you know, uh, TT the artist. We got a lot of great artists here. If anybody ever wants to look them up, right. you know, what I mean, just I look know. up the people that I named. They can kind of see what's going on. So, is this the first time either one of you worked with Hypnot before, or worked with Kevin? Or um, well, I was already signed to the label about a year, a year before me and Words actually um, hooked up. Um, actually, that's that's how we actually met. Um, because I signed on to Hypnot the year before as a producer, and I had put out a project, just a small project, like a little EP taster kind of thing called The Appetizer, and um, Audio Appetizers, I'm sorry. And uh, one of the tracks on there was, I think, one of the tracks that kind of um, convinced words to, to hit me up. And uh, that's actually how everything got started. So I had already had a project with them, 
And uh, a few months after that, I put out another project called The Purple Symphony, and uh, which featured a lot of different Baltimore um, MCs and stuff like that. So I already had a working relationship. This is actually my third release on the label. Gotcha. Cool. What about you, Words? Yeah, this is my, my first venture with them um, for this project here. So I hadn't put anything out with Hypnot. I just knew of Hypnot because of just seeing them put out different projects. And then uh, the owner of Hypnot is Kevin Nottingham. So right. I was aware of Kevin Nottingham from him having the famous blog. So um, yeah. it just kind of, you know, the way we got hooked up was it's it's crazy because I was just tweeting one morning and then Substantial at the label we we follow each other and then that just turned into a phone call for me just tweeting saying what up world and he was like yo want to hit you up about something it was like oh all right cool let's let's just build and let's do it or so so works this is um is it fair to say this uh this album is a is a little bit more um how do you call it um i don't know the the sound of sonically the album is a little bit more um I guess diverse, or um, that's not the right word. Um, that's the perfect word. That's the perfect okay, word. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that's exactly what it's All supposed right. to be. Okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's I, you know, I, I think um, that was one of the things we were trying to hit on, is be as diverse as possible with the record. That, that goes to what I was saying about just trying to have different sounds as a producer mm-hmm. and not being boxed into doing one kind of production but being able to stretch out and do a lot of different things so that you won't, you know, you won't miss out on work. And plus you can give people more flavor. Mm. Yeah. And and also, um, is it Meek? That's the name, Meek? Meeks, Eddie Meeks. Yeah. Meeks, Meeks. He may, he may be able to, um, understand some, some of the, um, my thought process with it too, as well is when you hear something like, um, we got the song moving in, it's talking about, you know, living with somebody and how, you know, you ain't think it was going to be like that. And then you got to blame it on the music, which deals with, like, I think, social issues. Right. And then you got a song on there called... When you hear those records, you probably would be able to see that those records work from a synchronization point of view of me being able to, you know, get those records possibly as placements for TVs and things like mm, that. Wow. So it's making more diverse music that, that works in both worlds, you know, because... Yeah. That's where you see a lot of the, the that's where you see today the new A and R is T V. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you gotta make records that are cinematic. So if if I was gonna break down an album pretty much, like when you hear satellite, that's like the raw uncut me that people are aware of what I do. Right. But I'm also talking about some social issues in there and I'm mixing in a little braggadocious stuff. Okay. Um and then, you know, now, phase two is me just kind of kicking it, kind of like you play phase two, driving your car, it just puts you in that vibe, just cruising, um, you know? And then, like I said, when you hear the other joints in there, like what you're going to do, um, you know, it just it's just that, that head nodding, listening lyrics. So everything has a purpose on there. Gotcha. And, and when you hear them, you can, see, you can see where we're going with the diversity and also thinking on a broader scale business-wise. Hmm. Um, because that's that's how you got to think about it, you know. That's the new A and R is really getting the music out. You know, we a lot of us, I would probably say, a lot of us be sitting there watching TV and something comes on you never heard that person before, mm. you know. But they were able to strike the emotion for whatever the commercial is or the movie and the film, and then you go, you might hit the Shazam app and search out who that is, 
So right. you got to think on a different scale of just making music for yourself nowadays. No Get doubt. a little more business at with it. No doubt. Yeah, so it sounds like it's a, a real relatable record, a little something for everybody on there. That's a, that's a good way to be right now, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you're you're not gonna you're not gonna see a ton of cash from from uh, from actually physically selling records these days, right? So, uh, no. T- TV is uh, I'm guessing where it's at. Yeah, they got or some they other still, medium. They still got some money and, yeah. on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. They still got yeah, some they money. They still there. got yeah. some money on TV for sure. Hey, speaking of, did you, are, did yeah. you guys do physicals for this uh, for this record, or is it just digital? Or, um, no, we we definitely we we um, definitely pressed up. Uh, a couple hundred copies, um, and we're just kind of looking to to do more as we you know try to expand and get into a few stores. You know that the stores that are left, you know what I mean, right. um, that actually carry physical copies of the record. You know what I mean, and uh, also too, like if you go to our Bandcamp page, um, you can order you can order the record, and we'll send a physical copy to you as well. So you can get the digital copy, but you know we can also get you a physical one. So uh, gotcha. you got options. You know what I mean. And gotcha. please tell the listeners what that band camp page is. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh jsoulmusic.bandcamp.com. Yeah. So it's J S O U L M U S I C dot bandcamp.com. J soulmusic.bandcamp.com. Y'all going on the road anytime soon? Gonna gonna take the record on the road or get out and do a few spot dates or that would be the plan for sure, man. Like as of right now, uh, we just did that one date the other day, and then um, being that I teach, it's kind of a little difficult to just go on the road like that. So mm-hmm. I'm looking right. probably more forward towards summertime. when you know the kids are school yeah. and summertime. Exactly, because yeah. that's the great thing about it. You got that whole couple months of summer. Yeah. So that's the, that's the great thing about it. And then you got these little dates here and there with vacation. So right, it's really just trying. Um, you know, make things accustomed to that with a, with a good schedule. Words, how long have you been teaching, man? Uh, this is my second year, man. How about that? Wow. What you think about it? You 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 <laughs> you you messing with it? Is it is it is it what you thought it was gonna be? Or is it a little bit more than you thought? Um, it's a little bit more than I thought, you know. But I, I also um. I really didn't have a, an initial way of thinking of how how it's gonna be. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, man, I, I really I'll give you the, the quick short story of how I got into it. Really, uh, my daughter's grades had fell fell, and I went up to school to find out why. And the substitute, she had a substitute, and I went in there and I wasn't feeling the substitute because he told me he a veterinarian. He don't even know what he really doing. So (laughs) I got, I got kind of heated with that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I went to the principal and I was like, you know, I'm just going to become the sub. So if anything happens, I can get called up and teach her class. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, um, lo and behold, a week or so later, it happened again. You know, she had another sub and they was just saying how they have issues keeping teachers in school to be real in this area. Wow. So, um, I was just going to do a sub just off the strength of making sure my daughter was straight. Mm-hmm. And when I went down to the district and I, they saw what I was doing, this, uh, to be real, this white lady came to me saying, need more black males in the school because right. a lot of black males in this area, they don't have role models. Wow. And that was, that was honest. 
question I've been never asked in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, you know, I had to look at it from a standpoint of this white lady could have just been letting the culture, my, my culture and race not really caring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. And, yeah. and how just let my, it go down. Know, if yeah. I walk up out of there, you know, I walk up out of there on some, now nah, I'm good on that. You know, I then I would actually, I felt like I would be part of the problem. Mm, right. So, um, so it's almost so like a calling really, for you, words. You know, it's almost I, like it's almost like a, it was almost like a calling for you, right? I mean, it was yeah, almost, yeah. It was. I tell you, that was the real question I ever been asked because you know, you know, somebody caring about my race and me caring about my race, you know, as opposed to me thinking I'm doing something about it, I was actually called to action, I felt like. So actually it, only, it yeah. was like, you know what? Let me try it. Yeah. And um I've been fortunate because the school I'm in has been real supportive. Last year they let me tour. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. They know I rap and, you know, and they they're supportive. And um so it's been a great experience, man. Okay. It actually got me inspired to go back to school. So now I'm in grad school for music uh, business. What's up? It's a uh, lot of duh. stuff, man. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of stuff that's going towards the future of me being bigger than than just a, a rapper, you know? Absolutely. Right. So yeah. that's the short, short short story of it, you know. That's what's up. Yeah, I wanted to go back uh over the the fact that this was uh would you say that the show that just happened recently was your your guys um first time actually meeting each other can you paint a picture of that night and and preparation for that show what was that like well well um you know (laughs) it just was one of the things where we kind of you know i knew he was coming into town because obviously we had the show and uh, when we first got a a lot of times you know people can vibe maybe online or maybe over the phone, but when you meet face to face, it's a little different. But it wasn't like that, you know. What I mean, like as soon as we came in, so each other kind of adapted up, just started chopping it up right away. And, you know, we had a, a few mutual friends there, you know what I'm saying? So it was all good, you know what I mean? Then we, uh, not even performing or, or, or uh, you know, anything like that, we just had to go on stage and start knocking out the songs. But the chemistry, I felt, was really good, you know what I mean? So it just felt like we had been working together for for a while Okay. when it was actually our first time, you know? Ah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so what, what, what do you guys see uh, What do you guys see happening next? You guys are going to continue to work together? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm working on an LP. Um, what's what's next for you guys after you make uh, after you make the run on this record? Yeah, I think I think as of now, like you know, I got to get a, a whole nother folder from from Jay, and <laughs> yeah. can, we just go, can, we, can we just go from there with it, you know? And then uh, we just got to stay busy. So I actually, I actually have another project coming up, and uh, like next year, with another producer named Sam Brown from Wilmington, North Carolina, and Jay has some projects coming out as well. So in the midst of that other stuff, we you know. Those are the projects that buy time while me and Jay hopefully will be finished working on the next project, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, also, too, you know, it seems with the, you know, me and where has got really good chemistry, you know what I'm saying? And um, now that we have a working relationship, I think it would just be easier for us to put something together, you know? So, you know, especially if the people want to hear it and they want to keep hearing more from us, you know, we can we can always we can always knock out projects, you know, as needed, you know what I'm saying? Right. And words, he he got them folders over there, man. I promise you, 
you might you might have to like really you might have to really get on him, man, because I'm I'm sitting next to a guy I thought I had access to a folder over a year ago and <laughs> didn't have no access. I'm I'm listening to the same four beats for over a year and he got a folder of damn near a hundred. Oh man, I sent that to your wrong address. That's that producer stuff, man. Don't play don't don't fall for it, man. He got tons of songs over there. Yeah, the worst thing though is like when you get that that folder and you see that folder got two beats in it, you like, I thought you sent me a folder, like mad beats. You know, not not saying Jay did that, but you don't. Know, All about to say, you know, I do that. <laughs> not you, no, not you, but in general, as an MC, when you. When you ask for beats, yeah. I like to have like give me like ten beats, man. Yeah, give me oh, yeah. twenty, thirty, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so so I don't have to really, so we don't have to go back and forth with too much emailing. Yeah. I get like something. I know I will find something in there and get work, get to work. So nice selection. Yeah, you get that folder, yeah, and, yeah. you know, it'd be like two beats. You'd be like, all right, <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to pick one. All right, that's funny. You know, it, it it never fails. I actually had it speaking of folders, so I had a uh so I, I sent Libretto some joints, you okay. know. And uh I had a I had a folder in there called Claimed, right? Uh-huh. Like in other words, they you know, uh, the C P, you know, series we're, we're working on. Oh, yeah, somebody already got the joint. Well yeah, so I had a folder where I stashed all the all the joints that people had already picked or like we'd already recorded to. It's so like all the joints you and I did you know, whatever. And I yeah. thought I had the permissions for the folder all locked down so nobody could see it. Man. Well inevitably he hits me over the weekend and he's like He's like, yo, what, what's up with the what's up with the folder called claimed? I'm like, well, what do you think? It's what do you funny, think's up dog. with the folder called claimed? They're claimed, dude. <laughs> this is gone. <laughs> and, and even after I told him that, he still sent me three, uh, two joints in there, uh, asking me what was up with them. I'm like, dude, man. they're claimed. But uh, anyway, a piece of libretto, libretto. I'm just giving you shit if you're listening to this. No but, doubt. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it it never fails, right? And inevitably, it's like that one joint, right? Like you. And J57 and Superstition, yeah, all want the NID ID four with all want that same joint, right? So it, it it fucking never fails, man. That's hilarious. Yep. Oh man, that's good. Well, stuff. I know for I know for a fact. I know for a fact. I'm proud that I. What what I give you? Where I probably give you about sixty beats before that's we even pick the ones about. we got for the record. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. You gave me a lot of beats, man. You gave me a lot of beats, and then. To, you know, what worked out for us, man, like the satellite record, it was the number one record last week or so for college radio. Congrats, so, man. Congrats, um, big crap. I, I think like, I think, you know what I'm saying, that taking that time to put together the project and to be so picky, you know, it just, I think it helped with both of our experience, both of our experience to mm-hmm. know which ones to use and where to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, it takes time, man, but it's it's also just a it's a visualization thing with me, man. Mm-hmm. Like I have to visualize what I'm picking, how does it play on stage for me too. Gotcha. So I don't just pick right. a beat, you know, I don't pick a beat just to pick a beat. I pick a beat that allows me to add my charisma and character to performing it too. Word. So, you know, it's not just me just gonna I'm not just gonna rhyme on anything that I don't feel I can actually deliver on a performance level. Gotcha. That's what's up. So, Jay Soul, what uh, what, what's your uh, what's your tool of choice these days? Um, if you're uh, if you're so inclined to speak about that, machine, Ableton, MPC. Um, what do you I, like? I mean, I got a few things, man. I got a few toys. You know what I'm saying? I got a MPC 2000XL. 
Um, I do have Ableton. Um, I don't use it as much, but I do have it. Um, and I use FL as well. I just learned how to pretty much be interactive with everything and use everything. You know what I mean? Like, for whatever sound I'm trying to get, whatever I'm trying to accomplish, I'm one of the type of people, however I get to the end of the road is how I get there. Right. It doesn't really matter what I use. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's, as long as it sounds right. You know gotcha. what I mean? So I have a few toys I use to get there. You know what I mean? But... Those are the main ones, my MPC and my um, and uh, FL was one of the main ones, two things I used. Gotcha. So 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 words, are you um when you when you're picking beats these days or you're working with producers, you know, you're you're obviously trying to get, you know, placements in T V and film. Are you uh pretty adamant about, you know, making sure there's either no samples or samples are cleared or how are you addressing that? Yeah, it's it's, it's both ways, like um, like with the project, our project, those three songs that I named that I was that I picked, uh, "Blaming on Your Music," "Moving In," and uh, "I Work Too Hard," those those don't have the samples in it, and those you can hear you can hear the potential of where they can go, right. and then satellite you can hear the sample, but you know what that's about when you hear satellite, it's just that head nodding hip hop raw stuff. So I go either way with it. But sometimes as well, um, um, I sometimes may do a, a catalog of songs with somebody that have nothing to do with ever coming out as a record for an album. I'm just doing them as a placement. So I might have this a catalog of joints that are only intended for television. And wow. in which, I mean, that's its own technique of the ways that I need a record for that. So it's, it's a lot of... Um, different dynamics that come to making the records and you know what i'm saying so something i might deal with making something for a cartoon this might be something that i see like okay this might work in a, in a show with uh police officers this might work in a show with firemen you know right. it's, it's a it's not just me just picking beats just to be rhyming and picking beats because sure. one thing i don't like the whole producer's beats you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, right not my style man like if i'm gonna pick it i actually can visualize the intention for it and um that's where I, that's how my mind works with everything that i'm choosing so when when it, so when did you get the um i guess the the bug on the television side of things i mean obviously there's this lounge you know on mtv i'm, I'm assuming there, there were some things going on there but i mean going back and doing the research i mean you, you've done some 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 kind of interesting things and going back a few years as well i mean you've been doing this for a while Right, as far as you know, being involved in television and film. Yeah, um, I've I really, man, I just learned from I once I got uh, I got approached to have a publishing administrator, and uh, they, you know, she expressed to me what her job was, and that's basically helping me to make money off of my publishing and music that I own and getting the placements. Started learning um, more about that, but also she started being able to get gigs for cartoons. And uh, Prince Paul, you know, he's he's diverse with it. She also right. works with Prince Paul, and she was able to get me and Prince Paul to collaborate on. We did uh, SpongeBob movie soundtrack. Yeah. We also did Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, then we did a kids album called The Dino Five. So oh, that man. also was able to boast uh, pretty much. Um, both my catalog and clout of being able to do these records, which led to me getting Peabody and Sherman. So my thought process all the way is now just 
stacking up the cartoon thing and then eventually taking it further. Um, so I just it's just a process of learning and just having the, the mind state of uh, aim and direction for a particular record. So that's how that all got started for me. Um, and then we also did the EMC. We also had a song in the movie called Hurricane Season with Forrest Whitaker and Little Wayne. We're like the oh. record at the end of the movie when they win the championship, the EMC record comes on. Oh, um, sure. So it's it's all these, all those things happen. But to be real with you, man, when we did the EMC, the We All Right record, yeah. um, and it's in that movie, when we were making the record, literally the beat came on the car and we was driving to my house. It's me, Ace, and Strick. And when we wrote the record, we was like, this is going to be big. This is going to be in TV and movies. We knew it before it even got placed because mm-hmm. we, we can tell the process of how to make those records. There's a certain formula to doing those records, too. Right. So um, you know, it's just it's just being aware of that, you know, being aware of that and knowing those dynamics when you make certain records where they can go. Because that's what it's all about, man. You know, you want to have longevity with making these songs. Right? You know, okay. a song that you make... A song you made in 2000, 2001 could blow up tomorrow and be like brand new for you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. you you see that happen I'm, a lot with I'm even. Waiting uh, on that. You're waiting on that. <laughs> I'm waiting on that right now. <laughs> He's waiting on that. <laughs> I, I promise. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm glad to hear you say that. I'm waiting on that shit right now. Well, for I mean, and, and, and on a kind of more obvious and bigger scale, like you see that shit happen every year now, like at the mm-hmm. fucking Super Bowl, right? Fucking Missy Elliott comes out at the Super Bowl, and then whatever song she played during that, uh, or they did during ha- the halftime show last yeah. year, was number one next week. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, she's like, you know, doing uh, what's the shit, the carpool karaoke with back Michelle Obama, saddle, right? Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, man. back in the saddle again, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I think yeah, a, I think a major part, think, yeah, I think you a know? major part of making sure stuff like that happens is 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 actually building the catalog and you know making sure all the paperwork is done right, and, yeah, and things like that. So when somebody does come knocking, there's you know a whole lot less BS that goes along with it. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh yeah, that's that's super key to it. I mean, having things organized and paperwork and having somebody working that and to be honest with you to, to make a lot of those things happen, you gotta, you gotta be able to say yes in a matter of minutes sometimes. Right. right. You know, mm-hmm. like you get, you might get a text or a phone call like, yo, they want to use this to go with this deal. Boom, boom. But you just gotta be like, yeah, do it. But, you know, it's, it's that, that quick it happens, you know? So, but this, you know, there's a, there's a technique like, you know, some, uh, actually last year I used to teach a writing class too. I used to teach a songwriting course too. And I would tell people how how to do some of those techniques and things like that. And uh, I taught it at a studio out here, and I did it for like eight weeks. And it was all it was all based off of my thought process of how to write rhymes. Mm. And um, mm. you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting when you start telling people uh, the techniques when they start getting that. Oh, oh, wow! You know, start putting it together. Um, it just it just opens your mind and your ideology up to. Uh, another process of your intent, you know, like Meeks, I hear you saying you're waiting on that, you're waiting on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look through your catalog, you know, just visualize, you probably should write maybe next to each song of your catalog what show it would be on. That'll help uh, you pretty, pretty much good. figure out yep. if it's even fit 
fitting in the dynamic of maybe getting a placement. Gotcha. You know, because uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? That, that'll, that'll help you start streamlining, streamlining your ideas and the way you make certain records. And the, and the main thing I always tell people is like, you know, y'all might be working together on songs. You know, me and Jay, I work on like 10 songs, but we ain't got to, every song ain't got to be for the album. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These songs right here is going to be for placements, maybe. These songs right here is for the album. Okay. So you got to get into that in my mind, too, you know? Gotcha. That's hell. Got you. Words, we heard you uh, mention EMC uh, a moment ago. What Can you tell us uh, what's going on with you and the crew? Is it uh, is everything still intact? Y'all working on music right now? What's up? Yeah, right now we're not. We don't work on music like that while we on these like like these times off because Ace album is out now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you know we just pretty much Ace is the head of, the head of that team with that. So it's when whenever he say you know it's time to form, that's when we 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 do that project. Gotcha. Right now he got he got his album out. Um, and then he's working on another album produced by Marco Polo. I'll be having my another my album out with Sam Brown, and then Strick is working on an album with a producer named Kool Aid from Croatia. Okay. So, oh shit! All right. We usually we usually we usually do that dynamic of we do a couple of rounds of doing solo projects, and then we come back together. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's how we do it. I mean, that's the only way you really kind of keep the the team fresh, you know? For sure. Jay, so what about you, man? You um uh, on on the kind of the placement and you know TV and film to you, you, co- you do a that. composing or a scoring or anything like that for uh for for for, for any uh, any media or what's 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 your lane there? Uh, obviously, other than you know the production. Oh uh, well, well, I mean, I haven't, I haven't necessarily had the opportunity to do any scoring or anything like that yet. But I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. You know, hopefully, I'll get the opportunity. But I've had. I've had um, different, you know, different movies that my songs have been placed in. Um, right. A lot of it was really, you know, the soul side of what I do um, that got placed. You know, I, I was, I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of great artists uh, in the industry and do a lot, you know, do songs with them and, and shows and stuff like that. So I was able to, you know, connect with people in the movie industry and in the media industry as far as that's concerned. But I've had my songs placed in maybe two different movies that kind of were like Netflix movies, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, okay. You know, uh, independent films, things of that sort. But, hey, man, I'm always looking, you know what I mean? Hopefully, you know, what we have here with the Blame It On The Music record, we'll get, a, we'll get something placed somewhere, somehow. You know, the record's only been out for a month. So we still got a lot of time to work the album, work the songs, you know what I mean? And one day, I, I feel confident we have some a few few songs on the record that will that will get it done. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. I, I was, I was, um, I guess, uh, pleasantly surprised just to just to hear you know something a little bit more wide ranging, uh, you know, when when I heard the record. So uh, I, I really dig what you guys are doing, man. So. You know, keep it up. You know, I could tell too with like even the last EMC record. I could tell, you know, like it just seems like you know, words and you know, obviously UJ with the record and what was going on with EMC. You know, sonically there, things just seem a little bit bigger. I, I won't necessarily say more polished. There may be more polished too, but it, it seems like there's definitely a more targeted kind of focused approach. Uh, to, to the music you, over you, the last you're couple right, of years. Though. Yeah, you're right. I would, I would, I would agree with you. And you know, it's it's a 
it's not a rarity, I would say, but it also does take some people to move out of the comfort zone of knowing us as EMC and knowing right. it as what we started as. Like, for instance, the Fly Thoughts record, right? Um, when that Fly Thoughts record dropped from EMC, you know, got my boy Pearl Gates singing yeah. on the hook. Yeah. But the record went number one. You know right, what I'm saying? right, right, right. And yeah. people was no, like, and people were like, yeah, I, you know, at first kind of didn't know. But honestly, that record, when we went overseas, it was huge. When we performed that record on stage, it was big. I mean, it's a big record for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it had a more, it had a more up-to-date current sound, which, which I love. A, that's what I kind of love about being down with Ace, him being open-minded to that, because you can see from a testament from his longevity, that he's making joints that's, you know, he's been here super long off the strength of showing that diversity and stuff right. like that. Like, you know, we when we talk as a group and amongst each other, man, and just as a person, like, if the record is dope, it's dope, man. I'm not worried about none of that other nonsense, man. If it's dope, it's dope. That's how we rock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of interesting, too, because... I'm coming from a different background altogether. So right. my crowd or the people that were fans of me didn't even know that I was doing hip hop. They still kind of coming over to my side, you know, of doing hip hop, so to speak. So this particular project was like their, you know, kind of like their introduction of getting a little bit of both from me. Cause I'm actually singing on the album as well. So oh, they kind of like, okay, I right, singing now. So we can kind of join in for the ride. But at first it was a little difficult because you know, and they, they've seen, I've worked with people like Art Robinson and, uh, you know, Floetry, Chrisette Michelle, uh, Music Soul Child, stuff like that. that. That's what they're used to hearing from me. Right. You know what I mean? That's the style of music they're used to hearing. That's all they wanted to hear from me. So me signing with Hip Knot, me working on a hip-hop project, me working with Wordsworth was a little different, but I, I think it helped because it helped them to understand that music is just more than just one genre. Right. You know what I mean? I can do more than one thing, you know what I mean? Right. So that's why I was really happy with the way Blame It On The Music came out because, you know, from the very beginning, you get a lot, you get hardcore hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, and just the traditional hip-hop, and then right in the middle, you start getting a little bit of something else, you know what I mean? Right, and right. then near the end, you get a little singing, you get a little soul music, you know, it's like it's, it's, it's a lot of different things. Even though it's an EP, I, I got to say, we did a really good job of making it well-rounded, you know what I mean, getting yeah. getting great sound out of it. That's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always say, like, a song like Moving In, you know, play that play that with Wifey, play that with, with a girl, you know, and right. see what she thinks, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Play it to your boy that moved in with somebody and he having issues and, and just listen to it. You know, um, because, you know, making the songs about what we do, like a satellite record, you know, I know what that's about. I know that's people that want to hear me going in. But, like, I don't necessarily play a satellite record for wifey, you know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> like, right. That's just being real. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I would play her the moving in record because I know <laughs> she's riding with that. You know what I'm saying? Or right. she, you know what I'm saying? So, this, 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 uh, I understand what I'm making the records for so they can sprinkle sprinkle around different people. So, you know, we might dig satellite heavy like that because people know where I, where, where I stem from. But then a random person that I don't know or ever met in my life can understand moving in. Right. So, well, hey, I, I yeah, all work too hard, you know? Right. Because work too hard is one of those kind of songs where it's like, you know, if you... If you're passionate about something, you kind of lost your fire. You might listen to a song like whatever it is. It might be dancing. It might be you know poetry. Whatever it is, you know being an MC, 
whatever it is, vocal, you know, a, a visual artist, you listen to the song and it might inspire you to do that again. You know what I mean? And that's, that has nothing to do with, you know, being lyrically, you know, great or having a great beat. It's just the message behind the music. Right. Yeah, you know? if y'all get a chance, listen to Work Too Hard, man. They talk about, I, I think all of us have been through that, man, talking about producers or NPCs that haven't been touched, you know, DJs or turntables that's gathering dust, mm, you know, yeah. and, and people that <laughs> got so much potential and then they get so discouraged that they got hundreds of beats and you just be like, yo, why are you not putting that out, man? Why are you not... Why you not, you know, poets poets that don't want to get on stage, people that are writing scripts. Like, yeah. we know so many talented people. We get discouraged, and life comes into play. It throws us off off track. But, like, man, you know, you don't want to regret it in hindsight. So it's one of those records, man. And um, that's what the album is about, man. It bounces around, and it's, it's so dope, you know? Like, oh. like, that we're able to talk to people on different aspects. Like like I said, I wouldn't play Satellite for a certain person, but I would play them. I work too hard. I would play them, right. you know, blame it on the music because what's going on right now in the world with, with police brutality and things like that. Hey, blame it on the music. You could put that to, you could turn the news off, put put the news on mute and you play blame it on the music and it would be a video. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So yeah, that's, right, yeah. that's, that's, that's where we are. Gotcha. Yeah, I, fuck, I mean that's I, honestly that's that's why Meeks and I are here right now with this show, man. I mean we we um we just kind of needed to hit the reset button on uh just, just kind of all the way around from you know us just kind of being involved with music in one way or another over the past what fifteen years, Meeks, yep. twenty years, easy. Uh, and uh, you know I I did college radio for seven eight years or so in the in the mid late nineties. And early 2000s, actually. And uh, that's why we started this show up. Just like, look, man, this is just, you know, we, we got we, we to gotta do something that has some fun again. And mm. uh, but, you know, also make sure that, you know, it's dope and it's done well and it's presented well. And then everything else will kind of sort itself out. So absolutely, like, I, uh, we, we, were, we refuse to have just like you said, you know, turntables with dust on them and, you know, uh, beat machines with dust on them and, you know, dusty mics like that's just uh, i i think we both kind of refuse to let that happen anymore like you, you you just you just had to do it and create and you know put it out into the world really Stay you know? sharp no matter Absolutely. what yeah 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 because you know we I, the main thing i hate complaining about something and i'm not doing anything you know mm, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah yeah i don't want to be that dude I, I don't that's the worst dude to be to be like yo these dudes is terrible it's terrible and then i, I got all this all this skill and I'm sitting in the crib just chilling. Yeah, right. I don't think that that makes sense. I don't think I have the right to be complaining about people out there if I'm not actually trying to contribute to the culture. Very true. That's right. Very true indeed. Indeed. Yeah. What else you got, Mix? Hey, um, words. I I want to I want to go back, hop into DeLorean right quick. Um, <laughs> CMJ, either '99 or 2000. Do you recall you and your man Punch? Holding down a showcase, a CMJ showcase. Was it at SIR Studios? What was it? SIR Studios. SIR Studios. Um, I, I I recall one of those because uh, I remember it was the first time I saw Planet Asia. Oh, Razzcast was there too. Yeah, that was a trip I went on, right? 
I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. There was one time we went before. It might have been 99. Oh, it was 99. Okay. Well, oh, that might have been the one and you met us later. Anyway. But anyway, actually, it wasn't SIR. Y'all had a spot um, in a club. I can't think of the name of the club. Do you remember? Do you recall that? I really don't know exactly the, the club. I do remember CMJ doing mm-hmm. something in the SIR studio. Okay. Uh, I had met Badass that same day, too. That's okay. why I remember that day, because I had met Badass that day. Um, and I do believe Razzcast was around that time, but I, I don't recall exactly uh, the venue. Okay. Well, I remember a different venue from SIR, and the reason why I bring it up is because you looked out for me and my homeboy, Mello. Um, oh, it was a, I haven't heard this story. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all coming back to me now. It was a 1,000 MCs that night. And um, uh, we had actually gotten selected for that, but you would let us know that, you know, time was kind of running short and we could only do a couple of joints. And we got up there and did just two joints. But uh, but y'all <laughs> let us rock, man. And actually afterwards, y'all put us on to the Nia Rican. So I think it was the um, it was that the time when you came up, yeah, um, and told us to go over there and holler at Flacco. And uh, we ended up doing yeah. we ended up doing a, a, a joint or two over there that night, man. So I didn't know if you would remember that or not, but I wanted to take <laughs> the time right now to say thank you for that because that was a uh, that was an awesome yeah. trip that night. Oh, good man! Oh, yeah. good man! I, yeah, man. I try to uh, I just try to treat people, man, the way I want to be treated. And yeah. it's hard to find people to do that. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. Like, I just I just appreciate I appreciate people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not here without without y'all so and i and i know i've been you i've yep. been you before so I, I you know what i'm saying so i just try to be the same person i've always been which which is just me you know mm-hmm. you thinking about um those times and and doing um a, a, a music conference like cmj and 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 being responsible for a, a showcase at you know uh, like the venue I'm talking about or maybe at SIR Studios as opposed to how you move around and and what you do now. What do you what do you think about the vast difference in in the times? Like, is it you think it was it was well? I know it was better times, but you, do you think <laughs> do you think it was um it was it was more beneficial times than now, or do you think it's easier to move around now versus back in 99, 2000, something like that? Like, what's your comparison on on the different, you know, dates and times right now, music-wise? Um, I'm going to see if, Jay, Jay, you got something to add to that, but I got something to add to it. I'm going to see, Jay, which, what do you think about back then and now, Jay, in, in, in Baltimore? Um... Man, you know, in B-more, man, you know, back then, you know, we had a lot of hip-hop going on, you know what I mean? But in this city, house music was a real big thing, right? you know what I mean? And Baltimore Club was a real big thing, you know what I'm saying? So um, I can honestly say from then to now, it's pretty much the same, mm. you know what I mean? Um, as far as the vibe is concerned, you know what I mean? Um, it's just like the type of music that's pulsating through my city anyway. I don't know about anywhere else, but, you know, we've been pretty consistent as far as, like, what we listen to here. You know what I mean? Um, I always say, you know, especially when I was doing, you know, as a vocalist, I used to always feel like, man, you know, some of our biggest groups from this area were R&B, you know, 
artists, mm-hmm. you know, like Drew Hill, um, you know, uh, Mesa, uh, Cece Peniston, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, she was from this area as well, you know. Um, so it was like, you know, the Basement Boys, the Basement Brothers were the, the production group that actually did a lot of that, nine, that late 90s R&B stuff, you know what I mean, for like Crystal Waters and that house-fused soul R&B stuff, you know what I mean? So... You know, what I mean, we we come from that, so I think we still got a lot of that going on. You know, what I mean, like I'm, I'm cool with it, man. You know, it helped shape me into the artist that I am now. So I see a lot of similarities. Jay, why why, why do you why do you think that um why do you think that the uh the industry, so to speak, is is kind of slept on or kind of over, overlooked Baltimore, in your opinion? Um, I think for for one, for one reason, like we don't have a lot of of, of top quality studios here. You know what I mean? Uh, we only have, like, one real, really good studio here. Um, and I can't really I can't really put my finger on why the industry... Like, the industry will take talent from here, take it somewhere else, and they claim it as their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's what I know for a fact. You know, even from as far up as 30 minutes away, it's artists that are from here that are touring the world right now, Grammy-nominated, that, that D.C. claims... But they're actually from Baltimore. Like you know who? what I'm saying? So like who? It, I don't know why it happens that way. It just does. You know what I'm saying? Like who? 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 Who is that? Like, can you give me an, give us an example, a current example? Oh sure, yeah sure. Um, like my, I got a, I got a homegirl uh, right now who who um, extensively tours with Common. Um, he's basically her. if you've ever been to a show with Common in probably the last five or six years, you've seen her. Her name is Mamona Youssef. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's from Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised. You know what I mean? Brett. You know what I mean? But in order to kind of get her thing off, she had to go outside of Baltimore. So she went to Philly and then she went to D.C. And, you know, all of a sudden, everybody from there was claiming her. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was like, we all know she's from Baltimore, you know. Um, so another young lady who I'm about to start working with, actually, by the name of Carolyn Malachi, she's from Baltimore as well. But, you know, D.C. claimed it, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't got no, you know, I love D.C., you know, I'm down there all the time. But, you know, it just for some reason, because we don't have any industry here, people look over us, we got to go outside of ourselves in order to get it popping, you know what I mean? It's just the way it is. That's just how it goes, yeah. I never realized that. Yeah, I gotta be I honest with you. I, I don't. I don't know why I didn't never. Re- you ever heard Pocket talk about any of this, Meeks, or no? Not really. Um, you know, um, Pocket kind of put me up on um, a couple artists from B More. Um, not too long ago, I, the the one cat that sticks out is a young cat by the name. I think his name is Young Moose or something know. like that. I don't know him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know, it's a lot of. A lot of that going on too. A lot of trap, young right, trap right. artists. You know what I'm saying from Baltimore that's kind of getting on. Gotcha. Um, okay. Right now, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've we've had big big hits come out of Baltimore. You know that uh, that never really got claimed or whatever, but got taken from. It's like um, it, it was a song uh, called "I'm the Ish," right? You know what I mean. That had like that was a Baltimore club song by a Baltimore club DJ, but Kanye West took it, remixed it. Made it a worldwide phenomenon. I mean, everybody remixed the song. Usher, a whole bunch of people did, wow. but nobody ever gave credit to Baltimore for being the city that did it. So you know, we constantly in the struggle, trying to fight for an identity or fight for you know what's ours. And, you know, hopefully, you know, artists like myself and a few others just keep working, and uh, hopefully, to come. I feel like our time is coming soon. Though. That's what's up.
Words, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I kept cutting you off. Oh, no, no. It's all good, man. I was just going back to the the question about uh, back then and now. And and I just say, like, back then, you know, I I would prefer now as to back then on the basis of business-wise because back then you you were popping up waiting for A&Rs to sign you. Mm. You know, you go to you're not you're not going to A&R. You you know you had an A&R tell you to come down and meet them and play them some records, and then they'd be like the meeting canceled. You know, right. <laughs> like right. you were you you were you were at somebody else's, um, you know, command to get something happening. Now, right now, we could do a song tonight and upload it to the phones in the world can hear it, and, and it's out there. Master, yep. and we make money from it. So. It's definitely better on a business perspective now. The diversity, I would say, is lacking a little bit now, though. Um, I would say the diversity may be lacking a little bit. But, you know, if you search and you check the Internet, you see some people still still going there with, with the bars. You know, we do have the, the Kendrick and the J. Coles and, you know, mm-hmm. even Drake goes in every now and then, you know. And you got people out there that's doing – they got bars. You know, you got people that got bars. Um I just try not to get caught up in in too much of back then and now because when I think about even us back then, we had terrible dudes that were trash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 it was probably different. It was more difficult for people with generation above us to get on. So now it's different. Like like I said, it's way easier. Um, and you know, it's not only easier for the younger generation. Like I said, we can do it too. Obviously, we're older and we got a lot more responsibilities. So dudes can't be on the internet thirty-four hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it can't can't do that. Um, but on that same on the same token, though, you do you don't have that restriction of worried about somebody signing you. You know that used to be a big thing. Yo, I got signed. They're gonna sign. Yo, they're gonna sign. Now right. it's like, yo, I'm putting this out tomorrow. We just gonna upload it. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, right, 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 right. honestly, like nowadays you get signed. That's almost like a death sentence for real. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you back more than getting not being signed. Yeah, if you get signed today, it has to be a particular reason why you're doing deals. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. so um. More so, more so today. I mean, if I'm gonna do a deal, I'm doing deals on the basis of distribution. I'm not doing deals to get signed for long term situations. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do distro deals. I don't right. do like necessarily a record deal. Like I'm not signed to nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm not signed to anybody. I'm just doing partnerships and distro deals. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Because uh, to get signed, it's, it's, it's rough to get signed. Because if you get signed to a major, they don't even got money nowadays. Right. It, you know it's pointless, really. So, so, yeah, so why sign, you know, you sign to a major, they're going to take the 360. So they want everything you're doing. And mm-hmm. then, you know, independent people, for the most part, they don't got but so much deep pockets. You know, I feel at this point in the game, I could put good product out enough. And, you know, as long as you got the right distro deal and you uh, spend some money in the right ways on yourself, getting a good publicist, um, things like that, somebody that can get your record out there well enough for a couple of months to help you and you got low overhead, you know, getting the right producers and you work out the deal, you straight. Um, so it's just really uh, the business, the way you look at the business, man. But yeah, totally different. It's way yeah. better now. Yeah, yeah, it's way better now. Sure. Way sure. better now, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people might be like, yo, the music, I don't like the music. I'd be like, well, you know. So if you think about the music you don't like, 
think about how many options you have to hear the music you do like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's out there, man. way more. Yeah. yeah. Way more right. options. Like, way we got more. y'all. We got y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got satellite radio. Yep. You got internet. You got SoundCloud. You got uh, people posting stuff on Facebook. That dude is, oh, let me go check his page. Yep. Let me hear them. It's definitely me out there. It. I got oh, sure. YouTube. Yep. You know. So, you know, if you if you get caught up with what's going on now, that means you ain't looking for what's good. Mm-hmm. This is true. Hey, Wards, I got a quick question for you. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be in your pockets, but what's the um, what's the most, uh, I guess, what surprised you the most that's performed well for you personally from, like, a, just any sort of a placement that you may have had? Or, like, a, I would guess, I'm just guessing here, I, w- I would guess that's, that that it's probably something not very traditional that that probably has done really well for you in the past. They kind of like when you, when the check drops in the mailbox every month or every other month or whatever, you're like, damn, that's a good look. Like, like you, you have to like Dexter's yeah, laboratory you know or what? Splunt- I'm gonna keep, I'll keep it very, very real for you. The best thing I've ever done in my life to deal with music is when I was living at home in my parents' house, which is long time ago, talking about lyricist lounge time, you know what I'm saying? Like before the TV show stuff, I sat down and I registered every song I was on. I sat down one day and just said, everybody, once I learned about BMI and ASCAP, mm-hmm. I said, all these records I'm rhyming on, I'm registering everything. And to this day, I get checks for BMI and, you know, I got my publishing administrator. Anything I rhyme on, I send her the splits. If it's royalties, I get checks from royalties from that. And then the best thing about me being so focused on that and doing the projects I do, I don't have a lot of overhead. So the projects that I've done thus far, the solo albums, they've all recouped. So I still get checks from those because they recoup because of the overhead, learning the business of, Hey, I don't need them to press 80,000 records for me. Right. I make sure, Oh, press that. That's enough for me. Yep. Don't, I'm not going to fight you to press more records for me. I'm going to, I'd rather get whatever you're going to press and sell through that. And then that way I see the money back. And then if you feel like needing to press more to make more money, then go that route. So I'm never, I'm never trying to like spend other people's money too much. I'll spend it too. I know it's enough because I know if you move it enough and they're able to foresee it, you're going to invest. You know, it's like if you're making bread or you're making cupcakes and people are buying cupcakes and it's two o'clock in the afternoon, you got two left. You know, you got to put more in the oven. Right. Right. Yeah. So you never want to overshoot, oversell, and overshoot yourself with it. So um, to just answer your question, really, it's the thing that Meek said. I'm mad organized with it. <laughs> you know right, 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 right. That goes a long I, way, I, man. I, 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 yo, I mean, it's the number one thing. I've, I can tell you, I had a conversation one day. Me and my boy is a producer. My boy, my, actually, my boy, Belief, he actually wrote the Sia record. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. record. He produced. Yeah. Yeah, boy, Belief, he produced on my uh, photo album. Me and him go back. Yeah. So... Me, him, and another artist that a lot of people know, we were talking about just getting our BMI checks today. Like, we were like, it's a conversation a long time. I was like, yeah, I got my check. Yeah, you got your check? The other artist had 13 albums out and nothing registered. Oh, oh shit. My God. 
Yeah, so like How? a lot of these kids up and <laughs> up and coming to me, up and coming dudes, all they be like, yo, I got mad joints. So I put out five mixtapes, yo, this and this and that. I'd be like, yo, did you got anything registered? Nah, I don't got nothing registered. Mm. So all these mixtapes of original stuff is getting played somewhere in the world, and you're never going to see money from it because they don't even know who to pay. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. That's it. So, so uh, Words yeah. and Jay, where, where's the best place that someone can go to learn about this? Like, I mean, I, I, I know you've both been doing this for a long time, but is there a particular place or a book or something that someone can read to get up to speed on this or resources they can maybe go to locally that's close to them to figure out how to get up on this game, this particular side of it? Um, I would say, you know, well, first of all, you know, the Internet is always there. You know, that's the beautiful thing about technology, right? So you got Google. But, you know, me personally, um, you know, I've been with ASCAP for about, I don't know, about 10 years now. Um, I kind of made the same mistake that Wares was talking about people make in the very beginning because I started putting out music in 04. And uh, it took me to like 2007 to start to actually register. And I had put out two projects in between that time. But once I did, right. you know, things got better. Um, I would say, you know, um, one of your biggest resources that a lot of people don't think about is a, a website uh, called Sound Exchange. And uh, on Sound Exchange, it, it uh, not only does it compute all of your sales or whatever somebody spends, but it also does, you know, it counts podcasts, uh, it counts um, uh, internet radio shows. Uh, any DJ spinning in a mix on the radio, any kind of way, it counts every single time your music plays. And a lot of people, a lot of artists don't think about sound exchange, but just registering with just that one place actually will make a big difference for an artist. You know what I mean? Um, hey, not to cut you off, um, sound exchange, you, you can actually call them. They actually sent me a letter saying they had money for me. And I, had to go through this process <laughs> took three months, but then I got a lovely check from it. They 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 yeah. actually have a, they have a list of artists that have not contacted them yet, and they're holding money for them. So yeah. it's the government. The government started this exchange situation, which they were tracking people to help artists get paid. So um, there's a lot of artists right now that don't have money. It's from them. But they have a lot of your money sitting there. I remember one day on uh, Twitter, House House Shoes, he was he tweeted, "Thank thank thank God for Sound Exchange." Yeah, that, that way you know he must have had a check. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, that's a that's a, a, um, a DC that's a DC based company too, I believe. Memory serves, right, J Soul? Yeah, yeah. I think they, I think it's something that the government yep. had started. Yep, fair yeah. Jay. Oh wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um. It's it's also um they also work with the uh, uh recording academy, which is why it's based out of you know where it's based out of you know because they every year the recording academy has this thing called Grammys on the Hill where they actually go into Congress and they fight for those kind of rights, which is one of the reasons why the um, website was started. Right. So um you know also being a part of the recording academy also helps because they'll they'll um they'll they have a lot of workshops that actually. Uh, inform and educate artists on how to make money in the industry, uh, how to build relationships, publishing, things that are very important that a lot of artists don't think about. 
is the thing that they have workshops on. And they have, you know, Grammy chapters in pretty much every state in the country. So yeah. whoever's listening to this, if you do sign up with the Recording Academy, they'll do that for you as well. That's a, that's a great resource. Yeah, I know here in Atlanta, the, the yeah, ASCAP would, and the BMI guys are always on point. They're always having all kinds of crazy workshops and ways to get ed- educated and things like that. So that, that, that's, a, that's a good one, actually, if you, if you have that's that resource. That's the first thing available. to do, man. That's the first thing to do, man. Anytime people come up to me and tell me they got all this music, I'll be like, yo, you got you got it registered? They'll be like, nah. I'll be like, man, you got like three, four albums worth of music. Right. And, you know, you don't got nothing to take care of. Like, I'm trying to help dudes get organized now. And right. then I even tell dudes, I'd be like, yo, you got that record? You got it out. They'd be like, nah, it's got it on my SoundCloud. I said, yo, put it out on, put it through TuneCore. I said, put it through TuneCore, get it on iTunes. It's like $10 for one record or something like that. So I'm right. like, yo, I'm like, you know what you got to start doing is you got to start putting yourself in the process of learning. Right. So put that one record out and see the process of what happens, whether it sells or not. You just want right. to see it go up there, and then now you, you're encouraged to do more of it, and you know the process. You know how it hooks up to your bank account. You know how you claim it. You know how to register it. Um, I mean, man, it, it's it's so many, so much I can talk about with this stuff, man. It's just bananas, man. But it's just the first thing is go get a PRO, man. BMI, right. ASCAP, whatever you choose, CSAC, just get something. Right. Then, 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 worry about, then worry about if the music is popping. So uh, Wordsworth, I think yeah, we need we need, real, a, real we need an expansion podcast here at Southern Vanguard Radio. You do Hell live you, yeah. you do live in the <laughs> South now, Word. So uh, you know that that's you yeah. just need a laptop and a mic, man. Let, let, let's uh, let's set off a podcast. Uh, you know, once every other week. Uh, uh, it, it, I, I know you have a, a tremendous amount of free time on your hands, but uh, that might be good, man. <laughs> uh, this this is good actually. We, yeah. we we never actually had a conversation other than when we had Wendy Day on. We never really had yeah, these type of, con- a lot of jewels, yeah. She dropped yeah. a lot of gems and jewels. Oh she, well, you know, Wendy Day, Wendy Day, she kind of pretty much helped me get into the limelight. Heavy, she put me mm-hmm. on a rap Olympics team, which had me, yep. Thurston yep. Howell, Juice, and Eminem. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that too. Me. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so I mean, you know how deep she gets into it, mm-hmm. in which me knowing her. Of course, people that are inclined to be smart like that, I got to let that knowledge rub off on me because I was around her knowing it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So definitely shout out to Wendy. For yeah, sure. No doubt. All right, Mix, what else you got, man? I think I'm 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 pretty much covered. Brain spinning I, right now. This is good shit. I mean I love, it. I love it, man. But yeah, I got a chance to thank him personally. Um, for for CMJ two thousand, so uh, I think I think we pretty much right, we good, good with right. it, man. Hell yeah! All right, good Hell deal. Yeah. All right, so words, Jay, tell everybody where they can go: uh, Twitter, Instagram, social media, Twitter. I think I said that already. All that good shit. Where they can get there, where they can go buy the record. Um, you know, buy some merch, whatever. Um, uh, well, for me, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, for me, um, you know, you can always just uh, Google J Soul Black Sinatra, um, you know, which is an AKA that I go by Black Sinatra, and uh, that's on uh, Facebook, um, Instagram, and also Twitter. Uh, you just type in J Soul Black Sinatra, and you'll find you'll find me. Um, and as far as like my work is concerned, like I said, you can pretty much go. Uh, on any of the uh, downloadable websites, you know, the iTunes, Amazon, and stuff like that, um, Spotify, 
um, also a title, you know, whatever. And you can uh, just look up J Soul Black Sinatra. Uh, my entire catalog is on my Bandcamp page, which is J Soul Music uh, Also wanted to just kind of mention, I just I released um, two months before we released uh, Blame It on Music. I put out a remix project called J Soul Remixed It. I want everybody to check it out. Um, it has remixes from Jay-Z. I did a lot of um, remixes from, like, the golden era of hip-hop and R&B. So, you know, I got Mary J. Blige on there. I got Jay-Z, um, you know, feeling it. Uh, Nas is on there. Um, uh, uh, you know, AZ. You know, just the greats. You know, Ghostface, from, you know, everybody. So just check that record out as well. You know what I mean? And just some um, show, show brothers some love. Reach out to me. That's what's up. All right. What about you, words? Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, you. I got. A, I got my website, wordsworthproduction.com. You, you know, I got merch on there. Um, and then you know, you can reach me on Instagram, which is how we we hook up for this situation yes, on wordsworthbklyn. So wordsworthbklyn Instagram, and then on Twitter, wordsworth underscore emc. Uh, and then I'm on the Facebook too, man. I'm I'm everywhere. I'm I'm pretty accessible, you know. And if you say something crazy, I just block it. That's just easy. <laughs> That's another difference from yeah. between back in the day and now. You could just block somebody. Word. <laughs> back in the day, you probably run into a a worse ass cat every other day or some shit. Now you just block the motherfucker, never see him again. Love it, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just block. <laughs> That's what's up. Dub. All right, y- y'all hang tight. We're gonna wrap up here. Thank yeah. you guys again. We really, really appreciate. Really it. appreciate Great it. Great record. Uh, blame it on the music. Jay Soul and Wordsworth on Hypnot Records. Hypnot is crushing. Amen. It right now, fucking crushing. It. Yeah. I think we play at least a couple joints a, a week. Yeah, easily from, from Hypnot yeah, somehow, easily. some way or easily. another. So. Uh, so anywho, so uh, so thank you guys. Yep. This is DJ John Doe. Great information tonight. This oh, is man. Eddie Meeks. This is Eddie Meeks. Southern Vanguard Radio, southernvanguard.com. We are the Southern Vanguard. iTunes, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, ATLHipHop.com. I am ClassicRawRadio.net, Soul Public Radio, and Return of the Boom Bap, WRBB. Yes, sir. Oh, peace to our sponsors, Tucker and Bloom. Go no buy doubt. a bag. Yep. Uh, Lavish Stoner. Yep. And Beat Lab USA. Low five Paint points. Records, Beats, Machines, all kinds of shit. One stop shop for yeah. hip hop. All right. Yeah. So the Vanguard Radio, we're out. Peace. Peace.